Yes, it is the Java Funeral March, and how appropriate is it here tonight at episode 104 for the Wrestling Debate here on Wednesday night, June the 20th, ladies and gentlemen, 2017, 627, or 2018, sorry, wrong year, I said 17, I'm going to say 18, and we are having a very unique, interesting theme open up our show here tonight, here at episode 104. One seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID one three nine nine two five pound. You can join us till nine o'clock. I am your host, the Iceman Jerry DiGirolamo. We are expecting, hopefully, the King and Queen of Madness, Gerard T. Smith, and the Black Widow herself from Palmyra, Virginia. Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds joining us here, as well as anyone else who wants to call us for the next hour, as we will take you on a journey with us here at the Wrestling Debate Table. Uh, that theme, ladies and gentlemen, is only appropriate because of the news we're going to talk about right now as we begin the show tonight. In case you did not hear earlier this evening, and we talked about it on Outside the Ropes, we'll talk about it again at 9 o'clock, obviously, on Revolution Hour tonight as well at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. For the third time this year, however, we lost a very special wrestling legend. Earlier this year, we lost Bruno San Martino, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, world's heavyweight champion of all time, who for several years held the Worldwide Wrestling Federation Championship, and then later on held it a second time for three more years, however. He also, of course, trained his son, David, to get into the business, but of course, Bruno was known to people as... The Italian Stallion, if you will. The man who sold out many events, however, in Madison Square Garden, however, over his wrestling career of 30-plus years. Prior to that, we said goodbye to another legend, Thomas Sullivan, better known to you all as the Cigar Man, however, who had the blonde hair, however, and matched guys like Greg Valentine and Hulk Hogan, as well as others in the form of luscious Johnny Valiant. And now, folks, however, we say goodbye to another legend, albeit way, way too soon. And this one hits home for a lot of people. One month ago, Leon Allen White, better known to you all as Big Van Vader, however, turned 63 years old. At the time, however, he had been battling serious health issues, however, mind you. Case in point, however... Earlier this past March, he went in for heart surgery, and of course, it seemed like he was on the recovery mend before going back into the hospital again in mid-May for arrhythmia, just a couple months after undergoing heart surgery. Two years before that, however, 
He was in a rollover car accident that left him unconscious for 35 minutes. A week later, he was diagnosed with congestive heart failure due to his football and wrestling career. He visited two heart doctors, and they told him shortly thereafter he had a few years to live. Early last year, he received another option that was more optimistic. And in May of a year ago, on the two-man power trip of Pro Wrestling Podcast, he talked about his diagnosis. He stated that he would continue to wrestle and also said that if the tests were to be proven to be true, he would likely die in the squared circle, a la Randy the Ram Robinson, a.k.a. Mickey Vork, from the 2011 documentary Wrestling Independent Hit, however, The Wrestler, starring Mickey Vork, Marissa Tomei, and a bunch of others. Wrestling star Diamond Dallas Page reached out to him in October of this past year and stated that he would like to work with him through his DDP yoga program and hope to get him back into shape, however, of losing weight. This, after earlier having double knee replacement surgery, resulting in a wound infection, and he was bedridden for almost half a year. Shortly thereafter, he passed out on a trip, however, to Japan for an autograph session and was in a coma for five weeks, during which time he lost over 100 pounds. Despite the fact that he traveled a lot and did abuse alcohol, however, he quit drinking in 2009, however, and started slowing down his travel schedule. He became a born-again Christian, and of course, however, his son, of course, began become a pro wrestler thanks to his dad. Originally, his son Jesse committed to the University of Oklahoma and was ready to go into the NFL, but was taken out with a hip injury. Shortly thereafter, in April 2012, he signed a developmental deal with WWE and used the name Jay Carter until the following year when he was let go. He also, of course, became an All-American at the University of Colorado, however, did white, however, and played two years in the NFL before ending his career with a patella injury, however. Despite being an All-American at Colorado, however, second-team All-American, however, it was nothing preparing him for what would happen next, however, mind you, however. As a result, however, he became a pro wrestler in the mid-80s in the American Wrestling Association, New Japan Pro Wrestling, WCW, formerly the National Wrestling Alliance, and later on the WWE, formerly the WWF. Over the period of the next 13 years, however, he would travel the world over and become a big name, especially in Japan. The man known as the Big Giant from the Rocky Mountains, known as Baby Bull or Super Vader or Big Van Vader, however, had a tremendous heart. At 6'5", 445, however, he showed why it was always Vader time. Sad to say, however, earlier this week, however, as I heard the news, sad to say this morning, however, we found out that that voice has now been silenced. Leon White, of course, left us way too soon. And sad to say, however, he passed away, however, mind you, however, in his sleep, however, just this past week, however, in fact, Monday night. He passed away. He was only 63 years old. This, two years after inducting his longtime rival and good friend, Stan the Lariat Hansen, into the Hall of Fame. This, of course, after appearing 
in July of 2012, however, in his final appearance with the WWE, one month after making his first appearance in nearly seven years. The man who definitely was known as Vader had a unique career. It all started in 1987 when he competed in New Japan Pro Wrestling, however, mind you. He won, of course, the IWGP championship, however, in 1989 and was the first non-Japanese wrestler to hold that title. One month later, after being crowned champion, he lost the title to Russian suplex master Salomon Hashimov. Hashimov, of course, would drop the title to Mercedes' old rival, Ricky Choshu, in July of that year. One month later, Vader would defeat Choshu to become a two-time IWGP champion. In February of 1990, Vader would face Stan Hansen, however, in AJPW, NJPW show. But before Vader would enter the ring, Hansen actually broke Vader's nose with a bull rope that he carried to the ring for his matches. And during an exchange of stiff punches, he unintentionally poked Vader's left eye with his thumb during their fight, which caused the eye to pop out of its socket. After removing his mask and pushing the eye back into the socket and holding it in place with his eyelid, he continued wrestling until the match was rendered a no contest. As a result, shortly thereafter, it required a metal plate to be surgically placed under his eye. The success in his result, however, became noticed by WCW, however, and he would start competing in that company shortly thereafter. He was paired with manager Harley Race, however, mind you, in early 1992, and also went after Steve Borden, a.k.a. Sting, in which he basically squashed him, and because of this, however, Sting suffered a pair of cracked ribs and a ruptured spleen in the match. However, the real story happened in 1993, however, the following year. He would take on Mick Foley, however, and in a matchup with Mick Foley, Mick suffered a broken nose and needed 27 stitches for wounds on his face, however. The match was heavily edited for television as WCW chose not to show the matchup, but in a rematch the following week, Vader would powerbomb him to the concrete floor outside the ring, resulting in a concussion for Mick Foley and temporarily lost the feeling in his left hand and leg. Believing he had sent him into retirement, he continued to run roughshod over the entire company, and by the end of 1993, would take on Ric Flair. Originally, he was supposed to face Sid Vicious at Starcade that year, but the real-life dismissal of Sid after Arn Anderson had attacked Sid in England forced WCW to find a quick replacement. Executive producer Eric Bischoff placed Flair in the matchup in his hometown of Charlotte, however, to compete with Flair, Vader. In the storyline, Vader did not take Flair seriously until he agreed to put his career on the line against the title that Flair wanted so badly back from Vader that Vader had been holding on to for much of the year. Despite dominating a good bit of the matchup, Vader, however, did not end up leaving Charlotte with the gold and ending 1993 with the gold. As a result, Vader won the title back, however, and denied Vader a chance to return as champion, ending his chances of ending the year strongly. Shortly thereafter, two years later, Vader ended his alliance with Harley Race, because in real life, Race was involved in a wreck, and Race decided to chose to get out of wrestling altogether. Vader would confront Hulk Hogan, and the two of them would begin a series of matches with one another that would be very unique. At the end of the summer of 1995, however, he would defeat Flair and Arn Anderson in a two-on-one handicap matchup. Following the matchup, Hogan asked Vader if he would uh, mind joining up with him to take out the Four Horsemen members. And it looked like friendship was finally formed between the two former rivals that had met throughout the early part of 1995. And it looked like they were ready to put their differences aside. 
But Vader, of course, got into trouble with management and Eric Bischoff. And because of this, however, he would then take off, however, without telling WCW. WCW, of course, then gave him the ultimatum. Either stay or go. Vader chose to go and was never to return to WCW again whatsoever. Later on, however, he would sign with the WWE, however, and make his debut in 1996, however, at the Royal Rumble. And in his first act of WWE, becoming a superstar there, he would take out President Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon told Vader, however, to calm down, however, and simply come within reason of behaving himself. But Vader did not want to hear any of this. Jim Cornette, of course, ordered his new mega monster man, however, to attack Monsoon. And Monsoon would be out for some time due to the injury. At the same time, however, mind you, however, there is uh, some unique things that happened, let's just say. Including, however, him attacking a Kuwaiti TV show host, however, that she was fined and suspended for by the company. Well, whatever you think of him inside the ring, however, he was gentle outside the ring. At least some people thought so. The man with the part of the Rockies on his shoulders and heart and mind and soul, however, touched everyone he knew, if you want to call it that. In 1995 and 96, he would appear, however, in four episodes, however, of the television show Boy Meets World and would also appear on the TV show Baywatch. Sad to say, Vader's last match occurred last year in Japan during the 45th anniversary however, of Tatsumi Fujinami. Following the match, however, he fell down on one knee and went down. Originally believed to be dehydrated, however, Vader would post a few days later, however, during the matchup, he was tired and needed air, however, and that's why he went down suddenly. He also said it had nothing to do with his heart, and he was able to head to the back on his own power. He worked a couple more shows before heading home, however, but he knew something was wrong, however, shortly after that. And that's what led to his diagnosis. Whatever the case may be, whatever the palm may be, it didn't really matter. Like we said, Vader touched us all in a lot of ways. As I said, folks, however, this was a very heartbreaking, very tragic, like I said, however, very sad story that we heard about earlier today. Like I said, we'll talk more about him tonight on Revolution at 9 o'clock with the panel. And so, uh, before we uh, continue on any further, let me just say this. And I said this earlier today on uh, Outside the Ropes. Thank you, Vader, for letting us become a fan of yours, of your craft, of your uh, great work that you uh, did both inside and outside of the to a lot of your friends and family and friends friends and family and fans. You were truly one of the best big men in the sport. We will never forget you, and we will always remember you. Always. Godspeed, my friend. And thank you. Okay, let's give you the number again. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 444 7044 Call ID 139-25-POUND. This is episode 104 for June the 20th, 2018. Uh, I'm your host, Guys Me and Jerry Drama. We are expecting the King and Queen of Madness, Mr. and Mrs. NWO, uh, Black Widow herself, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and also uh, Gerard T. Smith here this evening. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be hearing from them relatively shortly. 
some other news to talk about besides uh, the passing of Big Van Vader, a.k.a. Leon White, whatever you want to call it, is what happened this past week involving the Money in the Bank briefcase. And uh, I'm going to get into that discussion right now if I can. As you know, this past week, of course, we saw what happened on Sunday night during the women's matches involving the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka, and the Jersey moonwalking, trash-talking, so-called Staten Island princess, if you'll, even though I have better names to say of her, however, if you will, however, and that is, of course, Carmella. Thanks to a particular nerd, James Ellsworth, however, who came back to the WWE out of nowhere after being fired earlier this year, however, let's just say, however, Carmella found a way to get a fluke victory over Asuka, the Empress of Tomorrow, who just a few months ago lost the matchup to Charlotte Flair. That being said, however, I thought it was actually absolutely ridiculous, however, that Carmella found a way to once again, like I said, however, just like I said, however, thought it was ridiculous, however, that Carmella would find a way to win on Sunday night. But when she did, as much as I hate to say it, however, you know she had to have help, however, from her little boy toy friend, if you will, James Ellsworth, however. Uh, that's beside the point. What really irks me, however, is what happened in the women's match before that, however. And that was the matchup involving, of course, Ronda Rousey and the irresistible force herself, Nia Jax. As you know, of course, Nia Jax and Rousey, however, have had, let's just say, a little tension with one another over the last few weeks. But what happened next, folks, however, was a little interesting, and let's just say a little ridiculous at the same time, in my opinion. That consisted of, let's just say, however, mind you, however, uh, as we said, we saw what happened. That, of course, showed that Nia Jax, however, was about to uh, basically claim victory for her own, however. And, of course, we saw what happened, however, mind you, in that matchup. This one, it looked like Rowdy Rowdy Ronda, however, is going to pick up the victory, however, mind you, and pull up the upset against Nia Jax, however. We saw a certain person who had just won moments before the Money in the Bank contract, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however. And that, of course, was the matchup that a lot of people had some serious questions about. As a result, however, it turned out to be very unique, and let's just say a little interesting, if you will, because what would happen next would surprise some people and also, at the same time, anger some people. That being said, however, here is what the match consisted of. As we said, folks, it was very unique, however. Having said that, of course, I can honestly tell you that this matchup turned out to be interesting, however. As a result, Alexa Bliss, the so-called goddess herself, if you will, however, had a lot to say about this matter, however. And she definitely made a loud and proud statement indeed, however, even though some questions about this still are iffy. Nevertheless, however, she pulled off the heist of the century, if you want to call it the heist of the century, and the robbery victory of a century, which she cashed in her money in the bank contract less than an hour and a half after winning it, however, mind you. 
And as a result, she basically attacked, attacked Ronda Rousey. She attacked her one-time bestie, Nia Jax. And by the end of the night, however, she showed what it was all about, however, by becoming Miss Money in the Bank and also the women's champion for the third time in history by pulling off the heist and robbery of a century, of the year, should we say, of the robbery of the year, shall we say. And because of this, however, we saw what would happen, however, as she left Chicago, a three-time women's champion, by pulling off the win, however, mind you. As she basically robbed out her friend, however, denied her friend, shall we say, however, and Ronda Rousey, however, at the same time, however, a chance to win the match. What happened Monday night was very interesting because obviously on Monday night we saw what happened when Alexa came out and started to gloat, however, let's just say, about her so-called uh, big victory, if you want to call it that. Afterwards, of course, we saw Rousey come out and confront, let's just say, Little Miss Bliss and told her in no uncertain terms what she really thought of her. In the end, however, let's just say Rhonda lost her cool, mind you. She definitely lost her cool. But not before she went after GM Kurt Angle, and not before she went after Little Miss Bliss at the same time. Little Miss Bliss, of course, called her, as you know, if you did not hear already, however, we'll repeat it again, an overhyped rookie, and that she should learn her placing in the back of the line. Well... I have something to say about that, and I'm not afraid to say it either. Let me just say, what Alexa said about Ronda Rousey, however, the other night was not a smart move. No way, shape, or form. Not a smart move at all. I think that she should have learned her lesson not to question Ronda's attitude, however, and also the way she uh, thought that Ronda was nothing more than an overhyped person. Because now, I'm going to say it here and now, and you can agree with me, you can agree, disagree with me, folks, about this, folks, or like I said, or about this one. Like I said, you can agree with me, you can disagree with me on this one, it doesn't really matter. Let me just say this. You just dug yourself a big hole, Alexa, that you might want to get yourself out of soon. But I'll tell you right now, if you think if you even think for one moment that you're going to have the last laugh, however, about this involving Ronda Rousey and your bestie Nijak by staying the champ for long, <laughs> guess again, honey. Guess again. But I'll tell you right now, you just made some enemies that you really did not need to make enemies of. And yeah, some people might say I'm being ridiculous by saying this, okay? I might be a little out there by uh, making these comments. But you know what, however? At the same time, however, let me just say this. You have just found a way to just basically bury yourself, however, with the company. Or actually, I shouldn't say bury with the company. You just found a way to bury yourself with two individuals that are coming for your title. And believe me, folks, it is not going to be pretty. It is not going to be pretty at all. And believe me. So, like I said, 
you can enjoy having that belt right now and being the champ and saying that I am the greatest women's champion ever, at least for now. But I will say this, as I said before, and I'll say it again. You just dug yourself a hole that you better hope you can dig yourself out of now because I'll tell you what. If you think for one moment, one stinking, lousy moment, if you think you're going to have the last say about this, that you're going to be still the champ after Extreme Rules in a few weeks, or even come SummerSlam, you better think twice. Because I'll tell you right now, there are two people gunning for you. There are two people definitely coming for you and wanting to take that title off of you in the worst way possible. And believe me, they're going to come for it. And they're definitely going to be wanting a piece of your hide. And that is Nia Jax. That is also Ronda Rousey herself. So, all I can say to you, Alexa, is good luck. You're definitely going to need it when they get you, their hands on you. Because you're going to be either find a way to run for your life, however, these two want a piece of your backside. Or they're going to basically kick your sorry backside, if you will, however. And they're going to absolutely tear you a new one. But I'll tell you right now, it's going to be very, very ugly. And very, very heated, to say the least. Because I'll tell you right now, they're going to be wanting a piece of you, however. Find a way to come after you, however. And your title as well. So... Just a little forewarning there, Alexa. Be ready. Because right now you're going to be in a situation that you cannot win. Like I said, I wish you good luck. And I hope you know that you've dug yourself this mess. But hopefully at the same time, you, I hope you know what you're doing. Because if you don't, you're going to be in for a big, big trouble. Just saying. That's all. We'll see. Uh, quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue on uh, tomorrow night, do not forget, uh, we will be on with Wolfpack Radio, 138521 Pound. We will talk about the takeover show that happened this past Saturday night. Of course, joining Terrar T. Smith, myself, Michelle Lynn Dodds, Mr. Dice, Chad Inshaw, the human suplex machine will be returning. Of course, he is not with us tonight due to an obligation that's fulfilled right now, and uh, we're hoping that he's doing okay there. Uh, he will be back in the studio with us tomorrow night, though, so that is why the Human Suplex Machine is not with us this evening. He, usually he is also with us here at the debate table, but tonight he is not here with us. Uh, like I said, folks, uh, it's going to be very interesting. Let's just say. So, uh, let's see, what else can we discuss about? Um, I will talk a little bit more about SmackDown. I'm going to talk a little bit about SmackDown if I can here, folks, about last night's show. Um, as far as the show goes last night, uh, let me go on the record of saying that last night's show, as far as SmackDown goes, um, I thought SmackDown last night wasn't a bad show. I will honestly say that. I think SmackDown last night, for the first time in quite some time, actually delivered a pretty quality show. For the first time in a few months, I should say. They didn't do too bad last night. However, having said that, mind you, I still think they need some help. I really do. I mean, I think right now at this point they definitely need they definitely need a lot of uh, 
things to correct themselves right now, especially with the way their writing team is. I mean, they're just desperate at this point. I mean, Gaskey and Farr, as far as, like I said, they're just not uh, clicking right now. I mean, whether or not it's the writing staff, whether it's the fan base, I mean, it doesn't really matter. All I can say is right now I just do think that they need to fix up a lot of things. And one of the things, obviously, of course, is the writing team. I think right now the writing team definitely needs to find a way to really, 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 like I said, improve. And whether that means getting rid of people like Road Dog or that bucktooth little beaver, Kevin Dunn, however, who is an absolute tool in every sense of the word, however, they definitely need to shake up their writing staff. They really do. I'm sorry. I mean, you may agree with me, you may not agree with me. That's fine. I mean, your opinion's your opinion. But I will say this here and now, folks. From what I've been seeing over the last few years, however, their writing has absolutely been atrocious. It really has. And there's all this talk, of course, about going back to two hours and how they're moving to Fox and yada, yada, yada. I mean, I understand that, okay? I get that. Like I said, I get that part, okay? I get it. But at the same time, I just think right now that right now WWE is in a whole different way right now. I mean, I just think right now that they need all the help they can. And like I said, I think the main thing is they've got to go back to two hours. I'm sorry, but I think they have to. I know for a fact recently they said they were just moving to Fox, however, coming up, however, in the, uh, like I said, they're going to be moving to Fox, however, starting next year, however. Like I said, I mean, like I said, uh, I just, I don't know. I mean, they need something, anything at this point. Like I said, I just think they need all the help they can. Personally, I just think that them trying, and I say the word trying because I mean this in the most sincere way, folks, trying to piss every fan off. Whether or not, like I said, huh, that's a good thing or not, I don't really know how, mind you, huh. I don't know. But all I can say is, of them moving to Fox Tower starting next year, I wish them nothing but the best. I mean, I wish them good luck. Whether or not they will go back to, and stay on USA beyond next year is up in the air. But I know they are going to move from USA to uh, Fox starting next year. And whether or not that's a good thing or not, I don't really know. I'm not at liberty to say. I hope it is a good thing. But I just don't know if it'll uh, work. I really don't. Like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But uh, right now, I can tell you right now at this point, however, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next year. It really is. As far as whether or not, like I said, Raw moving, however, uh, from USA, off USA again into another network place after next year, that remains to be seen also. Like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But folks, I'll tell you right now, time will only tell on that.
I mean, time will tell. But uh, that being said, folks, um, right now I can tell you, um, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Okay. Excuse me. Just a quick side note also, ladies and gentlemen, um, for you NXT fans out there, uh, I know there's some out there, folks, and I believe I know um, there's me, of course, being one of them. Uh, right now, we got some pretty good uh, matches set for you tonight, including the War Raiders versus the Mighty, Dakota Kai versus Bianca Blair. That is on tap, ladies and gentlemen, of course. That is tonight's matches, ladies and gentlemen. You can definitely see those matches live on the WWE Network uh, beginning here in just a little while, so be sure to check those matches out tonight. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we can tell you right now also that the Undisputed Era, consisting of uh, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, baby, uh, no longer have the NXT titles. Last night, of course, they uh, lost uh, those titles, if you were to Mighty Mountain Thunder, if you will. One day uh, short of their time for the fourth all-time record in NXT history as far as tag team titles go. Uh, that match, I believe, is going to air next week, I believe, sometime on the network, as the WWE was just recently over in the UK doing the UK tournament over there. And, of course, we will have an update on that U.K. tournament coming up here in just a second, ladies, and I'll tell you who, in fact, indeed, was uh, the winner of that tournament, if you will, as they did the tapings over the last two days. In fact, uh, here is the uh, results here right now, and we'll tell you about what happened here, folks. Of course, the first match of the night, of course, as we told you, was the NXT Tag Team title matchup, followed by Charlie Morgan defeating Killer Kelly. Alistair Black and the Ricochet defeated EC3 in the Velveteen Dream. Shayna Baszler, of course, defended her NXT Women's Championship and retained her title by defeating Tony Storm. Adam Cole, of course, defended the new North American Championship of NXT against Wolfgang. Wolfgang was not over, surprisingly. Adam Cole was, however, and got the win. Pete Dunne is still your UK Championship champion right now, defeating Zach Gibson. And in a surprise, the Scottish Supernova making his first return in over several months after a torn meniscus. However, Noam Dar, Alicia Fox's former bow, if you will, defeated Mark Andrews, Travis Banks, and Flash Morgan Webster to become the new number one contender to the UK title. Again, these tapings were done yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, live at the Royal Albert Hall in London. They will air that next Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, as far as the two-day tournament goes, however. Now, involving day number one, however, we will tell you about what happened in day number one as we have an update on that, ladies and gentlemen. I believe we're going to get an update on that here in just a moment here, so bear with us here, folks. We're trying to find out what happened at day one at the U.K. tournament, if you will. But, folks, that was what happened yesterday at the Royal Albert Hall in London. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we do sometimes here on the show, we will tell you where you can catch the WWE in action at a facility near you. Let's tell you where you can check the uh, superstars in action. Uh, of course, uh, first off, of course, uh, this Friday, of course, as we've talked for weeks on end, and we'll repeat again at the WAMU Theater in the Century Lincoln Field Event Center. Can we come meet Shinsuke Nakamura and the last kicker, Becky Lynch, and Shinsuke Nakamura, the King of Strong Style, beginning at 4.30 p.m. this Friday. Then, 
on Sunday at high noon, live in Sacramento, California. Come meet the Bell Twins, however, at the Sacramento Convention Center. This Monday at the San Diego Navy Base, however, at the Cricket Wireless Store there, come meet the huggable, winnable Bailey as she will be signing autographs before the Monday night show commences this Monday, live in San Diego at the Valley View Casino Center. Next Tuesday, of course, the superstars will be at the Business Bank Arena in Ontario, California, with SmackDown Live. Then, let's see, where else we're going here, folks? Bear with us here as we're giving you some updates here. Hold on, we'll play where you can check the superstars out. Uh, Monday, July 2nd, of course, the Raw Superstars will be live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. While the next night, there will be in Omaha at the Century Link Center right before the 4th of July, but... Tuesday, July 3rd at 11 a.m. at the Cricket Wireless Store in Omaha, Nebraska. If you're in Omaha, ladies and gentlemen, come meet the phenomenal one, A.J. Styles. Yes, folks, the champ will be there talking with his fans, however, and talking about a lot of things, however, at 3102 North 90th Street in Omaha, however, with a zip code 68134 from 11 to 1. Coming up two weeks from this next Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, the day before the 4th, however, at the Cricket Wireless Store in Omaha. Then, of course, as we told you, ladies and gentlemen, Monday, of course, before Raw commences in Boston, however, before Extreme Rules and the go-home show, folks, ladies and gentlemen, Tuesday, excuse me, not Tuesday, Saturday, July 7th, a week from this, two weeks from this Saturday, at 11 a.m. till 2 p.m., come meet the architect, yes, folks, the uh, man who likes to burn it down big time, however, Seth Rollins will be talking with his fans there at the I Play America store, however, in Freehold, New Jersey. Now, involving Sasha Banks, this is where we're getting at, ladies and gentlemen, coming up Monday, July 9th, ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live from Boston. That's right, Beantown, Massachusetts, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, right before Raw that night, ladies and gentlemen, you can meet the boss, Sasha Banks, at the Cricket Wireless Store in Roxbury that morning, right before Raw commences to the air in Beantown, ladies and gentlemen, as she will be talking with her fans there at 300 to 350 Martin Luther King Boulevard in Roxbury with a zip code of 02119 from 11 to 1, coming up on Monday, July 9th. Then, Tuesday, July 10th, the Superstars in Bay, New Hampshire, Howard in Manchester, ladies and gentlemen, as they will be live there with SmackDown Live. Then, on Wednesday, July 11th, ladies and gentlemen, watch Kofi Kingston, Howard, throughout the ceremonial first pitch, Howard, at Fenway Park. So, folks, uh, if you're in the Beantown, New Hampshire area, we'd love to hear from you about all three of those things, Howard, if, in a couple weeks, Howard. So, uh, give us a call here, and we'd like to hear your thoughts on this as well. Then... Coming up uh, Monday, July, excuse me, not Monday, Sunday, July 15th, Extreme Rules invades the Steel City of Pittsburgh. Monday, July 16th, Monday Night Raw comes to you live from Buffalo. Tuesday, July 17th, SmackDown Live will be coming to you live from Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. And then, ladies and gentlemen, Monday, July 23rd, Superstars invade Cincinnati, Ohio at the U.S. Bank Arena. And finally, Tuesday, July 24th, the Superstars invade Evansville, Indiana, live at the Ford Center in Evansville, Indiana, as they will be coming to you live with SmackDown Live. So, folks, that's your schedule for the next month or so, where you can check out the superstars. But as far as this weekend goes, where you can see your favorite superstars, however, uh, in person, here's where you can check them out as well. Friday night at the Taco Bell Arena in Boise, Idaho. Saturday night at the Maverick Center in Salt Lake City, Utah, as well as the Tingley Coliseum in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Sunday night at the Honda Center in Anaheim, California, and at the Save Mart Center in Fresno, California. Next Monday at the Rabo Bank Arena in Bakersfield, California. 
Uh, next Thursday, NXT comes to you live from the St. Petersburg Armory in uh, St. Pete, Florida. The Englewood Neighborhood Center in Orlando, Florida, a week from Friday. The Coco Armory, a week from Saturday. Next Friday, uh, the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center in Rapid City, South Dakota. The Ryoku Kurakan Arena in Tokyo, Japan, believe it or not, uh, is where the Raw brand will be, as they will be over in Japan next week. The Taipei Arena, a week from this uh, next Sunday, however, on July 1st, in Taipei, Taiwan. The Fargo Dome in Fargo, North Dakota. And then the Wells Fargo Center, however, for a house show for Friday after the 4th of July in Philadelphia. Madison Square Garden next night. The Webster Bank Arena in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The Augusta Civic Center in Augusta, Maine. And that's pretty much it. So, folks, those are going to be your locations where you can catch the WWE in action at a facility near you. So, there you go. I'll be right back, and we will have a lot more to talk about. But in the meantime, let's give you the number one more time. one 444 Call ID one three nine two five pounds 6 for episode 104. I'm the Iceman, Jody We are still expecting the king queen of madness, if you will, Michelle Lindos. And, of course, everyone's right. How you doing? Big bro, if you will. The king of kings, the cerebral assassin, the man who likes to tell it like it is all the time. The G to the T to the S. Yes, folks. Big Daddy Cool himself, Gerard T. Smith. I'll be right back uh, here in just a few moments, and we will have a lot more to talk about, so stand by, guys. Okay, I'm back now. Uh, some other things we want to talk about, of course, don't forget this Monday, Raw Radio, of course, will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, 138744 pound. Uh, Gerard, Michelle, myself, and, of course, John Gross, along with some of our other panel members. Uh, we'll have a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, so be sure to check that out, however. Uh, we'll definitely be watching it very carefully. Like I said, who knows what's going to happen, folks, however. Like I said, uh, anything is possible. Uh, let's see what else is going on, folks. 
Uh, like I said, we're definitely going to... Uh, let's see what else we can go. Hmm. I'm trying to think here, folks. Who did you say? Like I said, I'm trying to think. What else can we discuss? Huh? Let's think here. Hmm. What else can we discuss? Hmm. I don't know what else we could uh, discuss. I mean, I think we've discussed a lot tonight. I mean, I know we still got about 15 minutes to go. Usually this is the time uh, things are going on. Uh, Of course, in case you're wondering what that sound is, guys, it is raining here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> and I think it's going to be raining throughout the night, however, because it's supposed to rain like this the next two to three days here. I mean, really. So, sorry about the noise, folks. I mean, seriously, it's just crazy the way it is. But what are you going to do? Hey. Uh, as we said, folks, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night is the NBA draft. A lot to talk about there. Of course, uh, like I said, however, we also got the NHL draft coming up uh, this Saturday, or excuse me, this Friday in Dallas. However, like I said, however, we got a lot to talk about. Of course, I'm just trying to think how. Our... Hmm. <laughs> uh, like I said, however, uh, Like I said, I mean, I don't know what else we could talk about. I mean, we were, like I said, expecting a surprise tonight, but I guess unless we get something here in the next few minutes, we won't. We will be here, and hopefully uh, from a couple of our people here in uh, just a little while. Um, I guess we could play some music. I mean, I don't know what else we could talk about. I mean, we will be talking about SmackDown here, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, but of course this Monday we'll talk more about Extreme Rules, the aftermath of Raw. Uh, from last this past week, of course, and also give you our Raw Reigns predictions. Also, all the latest sports news and headlines. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about over the weekend. Um, yeah, so I guess that's about it. Um, I know we usually don't end the show this early, however, mind you, however. Uh, but, folks, we will be keeping you up to date, of course, uh, during the evening, of course, of what's going on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, excuse me.
like I said, uh, I'm just trying to think what else we could, uh, like I said, I don't know what else we could discuss, huh? Like I said, um, there was something I was going to discuss. I can't remember now, folks, what it was. Okay, I got it. Uh, like I said, we've played this song quite a bit, however, and it's it's one of my favorite songs. Uh, we're going to play actually a couple of songs here as we close out the show. Uh, one of them is very unique, however, uh, from Simon Garfunkel, calling Keep the Customer Satisfied. We always keep you satisfied here. And then we'll close out with our theme for the evening. So we're going to play a little bit of Simon Garfunkel for you right now. And when we get done with that, we're going to wrap it up with a very special tune. So here's a little Simon Garfunkel for you all, however. Uh, as we close out the evening, uh, one of our shows, one of the, of the evening, uh, before we close out tonight. So here is Keep the Customer Satisfied with the first one. That was one of our songs, folks. Here is now, if I can find it here, I'm just trying to... Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Saw a second ago, folks, so bear with me here. Ah, uh, crap. Sorry, folks. I'm trying to find a good tune here. Oh, okay, I think I found one, folks, so let me just double-check something here. Okay, however, this is a good one. I think everyone's going to like this one. It's Buffalo Springfield from 1960 with Mr. Soul, and I think everyone's going to like this one. So, folks, here is Mr. Soul for you, and when we're done with that, we're going to close it out for the evening. So, folks... 
Here's Mr. Soul for you. And there's one more to go, however, in, um, and I think I'm going to like this one, however. So here's a little Led Zeppelin for you for a couple minutes as we take you out for the evening. Again, we will be back in the same time, same slot next week for episode 105. Unfortunately, we're not going to have the King and Queen, however, join us tonight. We thought we were going to hear from them, but we will hear from them hopefully here in just a little bit here on the Revolution Show. Uh, right now, we're going to take you out with a little Led Zeppelin for the evening. Thank you for joining us tonight here at episode 104. Uh, I will talk to you all very soon as this is the Iceman and as we close out tonight, here's a little Led Zeppelin for you.